This is Reality Check. I'm Matt. And I'm Chris. We're two licensed therapists and two military veterans. And we're here to smash societal fantasy so you can live in reality. Welcome back to Reality Check. Today's Reality Check, mental health is being weaponized against you. And it didn't just start yesterday, right? Right. So we were just talking before the podcast fired up today the historical references of when large bodies like churches and governments have used mental health to as a weapon to restrain restrict or silence like people that had differing opinions but i mean let's think about why it works mm -hmm. because what's worse from a member of society to be stigmatized in such a way I mean, they used to call people crazy, right? They used to call people hysterical. They used to do all these things, you know, you'd get thrown in the loony bin. And yep. it's no secret that political enemies, one way to deal with them is to get them put into a mentally unstable category right. of mental health. And there was a time that you could actually get them committed against their will. And I mean, no. I'm not saying it's impossible now, but it's much less likely now. No. But it is weaponized all the time. So the one we want to start with is phobia. Let, let, let's, let's start this. Let's look. You've got the DSM here. Yep, let's get the, the definition of phobia. So per the DSM-5-TR, phobia is a significant fear or anxiety about a specific object or situation. The object or situation almost always provokes immediate fear or anxiety the object or situation is actively avoided or endured with intense fear or anxiety. The fear or anxiety is way out of proportion to the actual danger proposed by the specific object or situation and to the sociocultural context. So I think people cherry pick this, right? Because when you talk about out of proportion, what people will do is they'll use something like the transgender issue yep. call someone transphobic because and they'll say well the fear is not what you think they're not so bad of people as you think mm -hmm. and so they cherry pick that little bit and think that that can actually encapsulate the definition now we know as therapists mm -hmm. that if you take any of these all these disorders in there and yeah. we cherry pick it actually doesn't even come close to reaching full criteria Right for a diagnosis, and so that would be erroneous, right? An erroneous way, least. right? And and unethical and unprofessional and all the other things that mm -hmm. you can do. So, so to to label someone mm -hmm. phobic, whether it's transphobic or homophobic, no. um, is a misuse of a mental health disorder to gain some political or social prowess or domination over something yeah. else. Or just the opposite. So when we talked about the historical context, like, you know, telling, um, you know, back in even as late as the 1700s, 1800s, labeling a woman like melancholic or catatonic or hysterical would get them, that's the fast track to the asylum, right? They're just mm -hmm. like, okay, they're being disagreeable or they're being emotional, like we're just gonna lock them up. Mm -hmm. And when they're locked up, other people see that. And that's probably the, one of the bigger things that government or um, bigger organizations look for is the response when people actively see somebody being locked away for having a differing opinion. Now in today's culture, what do you get? You get canceled, right? Like people go after your job, like they'll, 
they'll uh, send like letters or emails or phone calls like to your job to try to get you fired or you know they'll say if you're trying to enjoy yourself in a social situation they're like well this guy doesn't agree with you know trans women in sports and da 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 and like try to like upset you in public or or ruin your night out or anything right that is like paramount to the historical context of like hey this person has a different opinion we're gonna shut them up we're gonna make an example out of them that way other people who have the same idea will not be as predisposed to disagree with us at least out loud so there are a lot of people right now and throughout history who have had a goal of a singleness of thought mm -hmm. like you can't think anything other than what we deem to be moral so and i'm going to hit this a little bit more but you hit on something important um transgenderism in sports so if you have a different opinion for example mm -hmm. a biological male who is dominating women's sports should be okay that's a differing opinion mm -hmm. phobia is nothing even close to i have a differing opinion so no. we can we can we can easily agree that that's horribly misapplied right because what happens okay you've had you've had clients with phobias i've had clients with phobias right and let's take one of the most common ones arachnophobia have you had someone with arachnophobia what does yes. that look like oh my god they can't even look at a picture of a spider real phobia can't. yeah real phobia can't even look at it can't tolerate it if i say the word spider just the words are they tense up and they they can't so let's let's go with and this is and this has been mm -hmm. culturally you know, in the general public, very misunderstood mm -hmm. from the very beginning. So we were talking earlier about Indiana Jones right. and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. It's portrayed almost as, I mean, in the media and everything, as if he has a phobia of snakes. I think right. in the movie he just says he hates snakes. Yeah. But, but we talk about it as this, this conquering hero kind of mentality where he conquers his fear and he jumps in. But if yeah. it was a real phobia that uh -huh. he had of snakes do you think he jumps in the pit no not at all like he looks at the pit and he sees the snakes and he's out he's on the next plane back to <laughs> right. the to to probably ireland like the country that's famous for not having snakes in it mm -hmm. right so so he's not even coming close to that pit because a real phobia actually paralyzes the the, the central nervous system because mm -hmm. what happens in the brain and this is a good time to look at the brain and at the back of the brain we have the cerebellum mm -hmm. and the cerebellum is where we process fight flight freeze these kind of things and it's kind of the key to to how our central nervous nervous system works and consequently the first part of the brain that really develops in infancy because it would make sense right that a baby the first thing it has to do is get a sense of whether it's safe or not right, right. so this is kind of our our basic functioning and the prime prime directive of the brain is to keep you safe and alive mm -hmm. and it overrides all the functions so when the brain learns that something is that much of a threat right that's when you can be paralyzed now you might you might run away you might freeze it's a pretty common um it's pretty pretty common in nature for prey to freeze in the face of a predator we see it with the possums and things mm -hmm. right it's a pretty common pretty common response to fear but a, a common response to a predator is not for a prey to turn around and attack the predator right right because that goes against what would be the prime directive which is keeping you safe and alive if I run at the lion who's attacking me no. then I'm going to get eaten so this is what happens and it has absolutely nothing to do with if you disagree with an opinion right let's say somebody doesn't like something let's say somebody even hates something yeah we can call it hate mm -hmm. if it applies right. but to call it a phobia is to call it fear and it's just an outright lie no. 
and, and misuse, and this, this really angers me, and I'm, I know it does you, mm -hmm. because we take mental health seriously. Right. And when you throw around words like phobias and, say, narcissism, which we're going to get to narcissism, mm -hmm. and we talk about bipolar, which very few people understand, and we talk about depression and anxiety and PTSD. In fact, my son got his uh, driver's license yesterday, and we go in there, and there's this list of all these disorders that if right. you have them, you can't get a license without yeah. a doctor's approval. Right. And you've got PTSD on there, and you've got some medical things like high blood pressure, and you know, all kinds of things, mm -hmm. and I'm like, like, look at all the ways you can apply this stuff. Right. We can even restrict someone from getting a driver's license with PTSD. I promise you there are so many people with PTSD yeah. with driver's license that do not have any kind of a, a, a physician's clearance. But the point is, is this can be applied yeah. however people want it to be. Yeah. And that's the dangerous thing for our society. We cannot have a society where mental health is now essentially currency. Mm -hmm. And then we can take that away and we can give it based on favors, based on your position, based on how you think and who you support. Right. That's a scary world. Yeah, and so to bring it back to the phobia, I've never seen it with, like, we're going to bring back the trans issue, where somebody is actively phobic of trans people. Like, you know, you look on social media, you look in sports, you look in wherever. Um, you even look with, like, the drag queens and, like, exposing kids to drag queens, which is a whole another reality check. But it's a, I don't disagree with the, like, I disagree with this. This is a values conflict, and it is wrong. Right? Mm -hmm. I have never, ever, ever seen it where, like, um, what the heck is the name of that trans swimmer? Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas. Like, let's say Leah Thomas is in the room and there's somebody that disagrees with um, Leah Thomas competing against women. They're like, well, I don't approve of this. This is wrong. They don't go, Leah Thomas, oh my God. And they just run out of, they just run out of the whole place, right? And they can't see pictures of Leah Thomas. And now they're so scared that Leah Thomas might pop up. They can't even watch swimming because Leah Thomas is related to swimming. They turn off the whole thing, right? Because that's what being transphobic actually looks like. Would an look actual like. phobia. Right. Would look like they can't do anything related to it. You know, like going back to arachnophobia, like nobody's going to go into like a musty attic or, or like a little crawl space because there might be a spider in there. They could even see a web and go, nope, not today. And they just run along. Right? Absolutely. So this is why I brought up the Indiana Jones, because you can hate snakes. Mm -hmm. You can even have fear of snakes, but not phobia. That's a right. different thing. Batman does not have a phobia. I don't know what you call bat phobia. <laughs> Maybe right. it's called bat phobia. There's, I'm sure there's a, there's, a, there's a term. Right. But that's not a phobia. Mm -hmm. Because if that's a phobia, you don't dress up like a bat. You don't live in a cave where there are bats. Yes. The whole idea that you can press through your fears by essentially being flooded by them mm -hmm. is erroneous. People used to believe yeah. it. People tried it. I have a good friend of mine who got out of the mental health industry. He was actually in school mm -hmm. he was working for an organization yep. that their philosophy was you'd have these young boys who had all been sexually abused and they would for two hours a day put them in a circle and they would have to go into all the details of their sexual abuse mm -hmm. every day guess what nobody got better no it was so terrible that it scared my friend away from mental health or just made him that angry mm -hmm. and disgusted and he thought the whole the whole industry was a sham, right. and I've explained to him since, like, that's not representative of no. what we do, but there are still organizations who are still going off of these very old and erroneous beliefs that you mm -hmm. can be like people think Indiana Jones and Batman was doing, 
and facing your fears and being right. flooded by them and that somehow you get better. There might be a few small isolated instances where we think it's happened, but generally speaking, it's not even close to true. No. So um, even like using clinical tools, yeah, like flooding somebody who's actually has a phobia, flooding them with the phobia, it's probably going to introduce like a panic attack and then you're probably looking at like serious medical harm or death like depending on the medical condition it of could the be that going in some it. cases yes right um you know you do things like clinically proven effective things like with a phobia you would use what's called a uh, sud scale which is a subjective units of distress scale so mm -hmm. like let's say your zero is like there's no spider within a hundred miles and you don't even see cobwebs or anything to a hundred is like you're at a zoo exhibit and somebody lets a tarantula like walk on your mm -hmm. arm or something. It's like, okay, like 5, 10, 15, 20, like how do you build up that distress to where you can work your way up there? And 99 times out of 100, nobody actually that has a phobia wants to work their way up to 100 where they're at the zoo and they're letting spiders crawl on them. But they, they also want to be able to tolerate looking at a picture of a spider or somebody saying the word spider. Mm -hmm. And that's where you use clinical tools, like small increments to increase distress, mm -hmm. right? But using this stuff like in the media is such garbage because you're taking a term that literally cripples people and you're saying like this person is this crippling term because they disagree with a person's lifestyle. So if you disagree, um, well, let's say this. Let's say somebody you believe actually has a hatred for someone mm -hmm. like somebody who's transgender. Well, that at least needs to be your starting point. Let's take the mental health term out of it. I realize how crippling mental health mm -hmm. terms are, and we all understand this. But let's. But see, if you don't want to be a hypocrite, then you got to start there because so many people who do this would be the very same people criticizing. Mm -hmm people who lived a long time ago who would diagnose a woman with hysteria because mm -hmm. she wasn't being obedient or whatever the case may be mm -hmm. and lock her up or maybe she was a woman who dared had a voice at a time mm -hmm. or in a in a context where that wasn't going to be okay mm -hmm. so if you disagree with that don't turn around and be a hypocrite now and start using mental health as mm -hmm. a weapon and while you at the same time disagree with it so right. be consistent with yourself i'm not saying if you disagree with with something like like transgender issues mm -hmm. that you should be called you know a hater either but at least let's get the mental health out of it right and let's start being accurate about how we talk about these because yeah. so so let's say let's say you and me we mm -hmm. both we're both well i'm a soldier sailor whatever yeah but both military guys right let's say we were gonna fight mm -hmm. you and me like like I don't know about you, but in the Army we had this thing called combatives. Yeah, we had MCMAP, which is Marine Corps Mixed Martial Arts. There you go. Combatives were jiu-jitsu based, and no. so you guys had your mm -hmm. own thing. So, so we would have, let's say we would go at it. And But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tie your hands behind your back. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tie your legs together, and then we're going to go. Yeah. So this is what we're doing. We, we take, we, we call you something like transphobic. Yeah. And then you bottle up and you're scared because now socially you're seen as a pariah and all this stuff and, mm -hmm. you're, and you've already lost and so now mm -hmm. I can just stomp all over you. This is what people are doing. Yeah. So this is our first segment. We're talking today about phobias and hopefully shattered any notions about phobias being connected to a, no. any kind of disagreement you have politically and we're going to hit more, like I said, narcissism and some other things yeah. 
to kind of unravel this and hopefully we can get mental health out of the realm of politics except where it's appropriate right well and to do that like what one thing that i would always recommend is like call something out for what it really is and say look instead of just calling me transphobic why don't you just say that you're unwilling to hear my perspective and that you're unwilling to hear any other perspective besides the one that you've created for yourself mm -hmm. like why don't you just use some radical honesty and take some ownership on your stance on things yep all right that'll do it for today see us next time for mental health abuses and narcissism Thank you for tuning in to Reality Check. Please like, share, subscribe, and comment below. And if you know anyone else that could use a reality check, share the link. See you next time.